audio check. On this episode, we interview Dr. Kathy Kuhn. Kathy is a former president of the Ohio Pharmacists Association, currently serving as a board member on the board of trustees for APHA, and currently serving as a strategy consultant with UpDocs. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to another episode of RX Radio. I'm your host, Richard Waith, and I have a very special guest with me today, Dr. Kathy Kuhn. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. So I'm really excited to have you on here and kind of talk about uh, a lot of the non-traditional things that you've done in your career as a pharmacist. Um, But before we kind of dive into your experiences with pharmacy organizations and with UpDocs, can you first just give us a little bit of background in terms of um, your experiences leading up to your role and just a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, First, I'm Kathy. And, um, you know, pharmacy has always been in my background. My dad is actually a pharmacist. So I learned early on just what being a pharmacist is. Um, He practices in a hospital setting. And, you know, I had the opportunity to shadow him. But I learned pretty early in my career that I um, am really passionate about community practice. Um, So that really led to my experiences throughout my career and my um, professional journey. So most of my career, I spent time in community pharmacy, um, you know, when it's coming from an internship to a residency and then becoming a community pharmacy faculty member um, and then becoming clinical coordinators at two different community pharmacy chains. Um, I've been able to then grow into a different position within within a pediatric accountable care organization. That really gave me um, the opportunity to go um, beyond pharmacy and work more directly with community pediatricians. Um, so working on medication use, but again, I'm passionate about working in the community and this time focused on community pediatricians. Um, but most recently I've come to OpDocs and, you know, I think of it as a different way to serve the community um, as we work with community physicians, pharmacists, and all kinds of healthcare providers that are out there um, trying to best serve their patients. You know, it's so refreshing to hear that you're passionate about community pharmacy because I feel like uh, I, I share that same sort of passion and uh, in a similar way, I've, I started in community pharmacy, but then kind of went off into a, a what most would call a traditional path in terms of my career. But uh, it's really refreshing to hear that, you know, community pharmacy was a passion of yours. And and I hope that that continues to, as, you know, as the differences in in roles that pharmacists can have, uh, whether that be in the health system or in the technology space, uh, regulatory affairs, I hope that there's a lot, there's many that still continue to have that passion in community pharmacy. So thank you for that. Um, Now, can you tell us a little bit about, what UpDocs is and what your current role is with them? Sure. Um, Well, UpDocs is a healthcare information technology company. Um, We're located in Dublin, Ohio, and we serve over 470,000 users and 170 million patients across the U.S. But what UpDocs is from the technology standpoint is that um, it is a, a collaboration platform where it's easy to use and secure. Um, It was really grown specifically to serve healthcare providers and really allows them to engage with their patients, communicate with other providers, and have internal productivity at their practices. Um, 
and has a over a hundred different integrations as well with um, different electronic health records and pharmacy management systems. Um, so from that, all that, my particular role is that I'm actually the only healthcare provider on staff at UpDoc and serve as the voice of the customer. So I really find it at my personal responsibility to be an advocate for healthcare providers as they're continuing to best serve their patients. And so um, not only the experiences that I bring from my own personal background, um, I also want to make sure that I have a great pulse of the healthcare industry by continuing to um, to read, learn, and listen to what's going on within um, the healthcare industry and bring that back to our organization so that we can t- continue to build, um, you know, great products that continue to enhance patient care services. Nice. So can you... A lot of times when uh, pharmacies or, or when people look at uh, a certain company or they look at their website, they they kind of get a sense of what type of company they are, which I think you did a great job at um, kind of explaining that with UpDocs. But a lot of times they, they don't really see what some of the real use case examples of how that their products or that company's solutions are being utilized um, in, in like out in the field and, and by community pharmacies and, and other clinicians. Can you give us a little bit, uh, maybe like an example use case or maybe one of the most popular use cases in terms of what it is that and how pharmacies or clinicians utilize UpDocs? Sure. Um, well, I think the biggest use case right now or how people are utilizing UpDocs is telehealth. Um, with the COVID-19 pandemic, um, providers have quickly turned to telehealth and other technology solutions to help continue to um, connect with their patients. So. Um, We actually did a recent survey uh, to our customers and, you know, me being the pharmacist, I was excited to hear that um, most practitioners are actually connecting via telehealth for medication management. So I see that as a great opportunity to continue to obviously advance technology, but patient care as well. Great. And speaking of the pandemic, what, um, outside of just seeing the increased use of telehealth, what else has changed maybe in terms of um, maybe even internally inside the company or, or how, you know, customer relations has maybe changed uh, amidst the pandemic. Can you give us some insight in terms of um, what the pandemic has done for, for that company? Sure. Yeah. I think that the pandemic has really created a sense of urgency, not only internally, but obviously externally with customers. Um, you know, telehealth being a, a great example, but technology a lot of times was seen as a nice to have, but really now has um, accelerated it to being a must have and um, allowing us as a company to continue to focus on what is most urgent and pressing for um, the providers as they continue to see patients. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy to hear. I remember earlier on with, when the pandemic really started to kind of... Um, gain traction in terms of its importance and how, you know, we need to take action in terms of uh, kind of stopping the spread or slowing the spread. And I remember just a a lot of hearing a lot of experts say how this is expediting kind of what was going to be happening in the future anyway, in terms of like increasing use of telehealth and delivery services and all that stuff. It's just crazy how uh, it's, it's truly all been accelerated. um, Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's it's definitely interesting, interesting times um, to say the least. Yeah. Now, what? Tell us a little bit more about your role and kind of your day to day. 
if you want to give us an overview and then I'm, I'm really curious to hear about maybe what you really love most about it. Um, what's the most fulfilling and, and maybe kind of talk to also some of what your built, your biggest challenges are. Sure. Um, well, my day to day is always different. Um, and that's really what I always look for in any type of position that I've had, um, just now and then my previous positions. Um, but I really think of, um, what I'm doing is continuing to innovate and think of, um, how can we best, um, help healthcare providers. So really from the day to day, um, a couple of the main focuses that I'm working on is, um, continuing to not only listen to the customers, but create best practices that we can continue to share and disseminate um, across the UpDocs user community. Um, continuing to contribute to thought leadership. So, you know, participating in podcasts, webinars, and continuing to, to share with others, again, those best practices, but um, learning from the healthcare industry of where we need to go with technology and then lastly, um, a big area that I continue to work on is just strategic partnerships. So I've been fortunate to work with um, implementing um, UpDocs for Ohio State University. Um, so that was really great to see in our community how our technology can serve our community. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things that I love about UpDocs because you know, it is so new to me. I always love that I'm learning. Um, the people, of course, are great, but I'm just always up for a great challenge. You know, I knew coming to UpDocs, I would be the only healthcare provider um, on staff. Um, so I knew and was looking forward to that challenge. But, um, you know, when you ask me what are the, the challenges I face, face, um, face daily, um, that's also actually a challenge is that me being the only healthcare provider, you know, there is so much opportunity to, to continue to um, shape and contribute to the organization. Um, but, you know, obviously being able to uh, share my voice is important. Um, but yeah, I think it's just hard knowing that I'm the only healthcare provider right now in the organization, but continuing to um, think of that as a, a great advocacy effort for, um, our healthcare teams. That's a good point that you bring up because in my role too, I, I work with a lot of, in the healthcare space, I work with a lot of people who are not clinicians. Um, and it's definitely an interesting dynamic. Uh, and I think, especially if you're talking to someone, let's say like in sales or even in IT, um, yeah. and how they're not a clinician, it, that's, it's such an interesting dynamic. I mean, what, is there anything that you've learned or are any sort of things that you've seen that was kind of piqued your interest and that you maybe didn't expect uh, in terms of kind of being a clinician? Because uh, a lot of times in pharmacy and in healthcare, you're used to being around other clinicians um, in terms of, of your day to day. But when you go to an organization, especially either in the tech space, like the SaaS business or or anything kind of yeah. outside of what clinicians are usually practicing healthcare in, you start to interact with a lot of other people that are not clinicians. So what, what kind of insight can you provide to us there? Yeah, I guess um, the, the things that I've learned and what I've been most surprised at is like, I of course knew that I would be coming in to help educate around healthcare, but I guess I didn't realize how much education I needed around just, um, you know, the new SaaS space and um, technology itself, because, you know, I still think I'm an early adopter when it comes to technology, but I continue to be surprised of just what I don't know. Um, just learning so much from the product team, learning so much on um, from marketing and sales and just all the different tactics that as a healthcare provider, you know, we were 
really just not focused on at that point. So um, it has been really, really rewarding to learn that and just learn from all the strengths of all the different departments in our organization. That makes sense. Thank you. All right. So switching gears a little bit here, um, I want to talk about some of the other roles that you've had throughout your career um, and get some some uh, some information around your experiences there. So I think you had a role uh, serving APHA as well. Can you can you tell us what that was like and what that role was? Sure. Um, So I've been in a number of leadership roles within APHA. Currently, I'm the president of the Academy of Pharmacy Practice and Management, and then I'm also on the board of trustees. So really, I think of it as an opportunity, just like at UpDocs, where I serve as the voice of the, the customer, or in this case, the, the voice of the practicing pharmacist. So, um, you know, I have that opportunity to sit at the board table as APHA is making strategic direct direction um, or decisions around um, where the profession should go and what partnerships we make. But it's important for me to continue to obviously have my ear open to what's going on within um, the practicing um, pharmacists out there. So it's really been a great opportunity, just like UpDocs, because I continue to learn so much about um, what others do and you know what they are doing to continue to advance the profession of pharmacy. But it's really cool to just be around so many individuals that are passionate about pharmacy. So it's interesting because there's, you know, you you mentioned how you're in a room full of people that are passionate about pharmacy. Um, But then when you, when you actually talk to a lot of, a lot of the practicing pharmacists, and and I know it's, it's true that, you know, negative voices are often louder than positive ones, but Mm -hmm. a lot of times you hear about the, uh, how pharmacies organizations don't do enough for the profession or and farm and uh, and granted you know they might they, they may have a lot of valid reasons behind this but a lot of pharmacies are upset and they they don't participate because they think it's it's worthless or they're wasting their money and, and all kinds of things being that you've not only have a role currently with the APHA um, and you also I think were the past president of the uh, Ohio Pharmacy Association what do you think yeah. far, like there's there's probably clearly some communication disconnect and, and a reason why there's there's farm these there's pharmacists in that room passionate about pharmacy, but then there's pharmacists practicing that have concerns about the, these organizations. So what can organizations yeah. do to better kind of bridge that gap and enhance the profession like kind of um, where where those pharmacies kind of don't have to feel that sort of concern? Yeah, I mean, I definitely hear loud and clear just from, you know, my friends as well as just on social media about the frustration that people have within different organizations. Um, I think it's really responsibility for both the organization and for the individuals that are frustrated just to meet, to to continue to communicate and learn from each other, the frustrations. Um, Something that I share from my personal experience is that like, you know, as a pharmacy student, a lot of students are involved in organizations and learn their passion early on about being involved. But that was, I was never that. So I actually was never a member of like the Academy of Student Pharmacists or any of the other student organizations. And I was pretty um, passive when it comes to just organizational involvement. Um, You know, I was fortunate to have a mentor that actually you know, suggested to me to join APHA. And so I ended up doing that. Um, So really, 
you know, I know that um, organizations like APHA and OPA can continue to be out there to um, share what they can do and as well as make sure that they're listening to others um, from what they want out of the organization. But I also think that people need to give organizations a chance. So as soon as I joined to be a member, it was really like just, you know, a no-brainer for me to continue to be a member and continue to contribute and learn from the organization. I think people that are upset about what organizations are not doing for them or what they can do better, I think need to, I think need to do better at getting into these organizations and seeing and making the change happen themselves. Like I would challenge any sort of any pharmacist that is expresses concern to also like do their part in trying to be in those organizations to see the change themselves. Because I, I think that there's not enough of that. I think there's too much of, of expressing the concerns, but not enough of doing something about it. So, and I, and it sounds like you did, it sounds like you with whatever it is that was going on in your career, you joined the organization and then you were then a part of the change and, and a part of, uh, getting into that organization and, and being passionate about, about pharmacy. Yeah, absolutely. I just think that being part of the change is really the solution rather than um, bringing forth problems. So what advice do you have for pharmacists that are, that are wishing that they want the, the practice to be better? Um, what advice would you have to maybe even whether it be the young pharmacist that, or pharmacy students in school or the pharmacist that's been practicing for 10 years and, uh, you know, because of the pandemic, they're just sick of it and they think they want change now. What, what kind of advice do you have for them? Sure. Um, I mean, it's really what we talked about is that um, identifying solutions and trying to be part of that change. So being a member of an organization is a, a great way to have your voice be heard because we can have a large collective voice together. Um, but I would challenge everybody and honestly, um, you know, my coworkers might laugh, but our boss is having us read a book right now, but um, we don't need to bring forward problems. And the book is really talking about how we need to be part of the change and bring solutions instead. So, um, you know, I know that there are a lot of frustrated people out there. Um, but again, like, you know, we have to continue to step up and think about how can we be part of the solution or the change and, um, you know, continue to think outside of the box. And that's one thing that I think that I've been able to do within my career is that people always ask me, you know, how did I land at UpDocs or how did I go to accountable care organization? And really is, I, I mean, I took a, cha a chance. I, um, you know, really looked for positions outside of the box. And, you know, obviously there's um, some, some luck in obviously interviewing and all that, but, you know, I think just being innovative and continuing to, again, look outside of the box and be, think of how you can be part of um, the solution. Awesome. I think that was, that was excellent advice. Now, I'm actually thinking about kind of the Ohio Pharmacists Association now and, and just kind of thinking back to when the pandemic was really starting to was really starting to um, uh, increase in numbers and concern in society and how pharmacies were an extremely important factor in the response. For, for some reason, the Ohio Pharmacists Association really stuck out as to being on the forefront of changes in terms of um, 
protecting pharmacies and, and protecting the practice of pharmacy and things like that. What do you think, uh, being that you were a part of that organization, what sort of insight can you give as to why that might be the case um, for the country with Ohio Pharmacies Association specifically? You know, I mean, I really can't put a finger on it because I, uh, I mean, all associations have outstanding staff and members, but I mean, the, the staff at OPA, they are just so engaged. They listen and they really, you know, stick their necks out to, to um, promote change. Um, you know, I love that they are constantly outreaching to members, you know, constantly soliciting um, information and um, testimonials from, from them. Um, so that has just been, I think, a huge part of how we've been able to advance professionally here in Ohio. Interesting. That makes sense. That definitely makes sense. All right. Last bonus question here. You had to take one person out to dinner and that person had to be alive and famous, who would that person be and why? And they can't be a oh, man. recent president um, or a, or the current president. So th those are your oh, instructions. Man. Well, okay. Well, so I would like to give a really educated and like really, <laughs> you know, That's sophisticated not what we want response. Here, That's not what we yeah. want here. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> but, but I am like, I swear I'm like, a teenage girl at heart still and I love pop music so I would love to like take Lady Gaga oh. out because she is just so interesting creative and just fun so I think she would be a lot of fun to go to dinner with that would definitely be an interesting dinner um you know picking her mind <laughs> and seeing what she, how she you know is able to remain so creative I mean that's definitely that's a good pick we haven't had a Lady Gaga pick yeah her, so thank you for that <laughs> yeah so what's the, uh, for anyone that wants to uh, connect with you after the conversation, what's the best way for them to connect with you on social media? Sure. Um, well, I love social media. So really you can get connect to me um, via LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. So um, I'm connected to lots of pharmacists across the nation. So I'd love to connect with more. Awesome. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for all of your insight okay. and taking the time to be on the show. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. Really hope you guys enjoyed that episode and make sure to subscribe uh, if you haven't yet to the podcast connect with me on any of your favorite social media platforms i'll also put a link to connecting with kathy on social media in the show notes uh, so definitely check that out as always i really appreciate you tuning into the podcast and i hope you have a great rest of your day